Welcome to the People Leaders Podcast, the audio resource for managers and business leaders creating high-performing teams. Join leadership and team development experts Jan and Michelle Turkelson each week as they explore both subjects from every angle. Through practical tips, valuable insights, and compelling interviews with leadership experts around the world, you'll learn how to bring out the best in your staff and how to give your best as a leader. Hello, Michelle. Hi, Jan. How are you doing today? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. I was able to get a swim in this morning, which was, um, yeah, I uh, so appreciative that I can still do that. And, and I- very good. I, I really like that fact that you can still get out there and do what you need to do. Yeah, even if it is by myself and keeping the distance and um, just adhering to all of the um yeah the advice that we're given and this is um, a real need and a real time for us to not only um i don't know adhere to advice from others but also go within you know and just check in what do you need right now as well so let's get on with our podcast and we wanted to put together um five key things that you can do um, working from home. Now, some of them you might have already heard before, um, but we just want to um, share with you what we know. Um, we've got hundreds of clients that this is working, uh, who are working from home now, who have been forced to work from home, and we've been gathering all those really key tips and strategies. So there are two types of people. Some There are people that have worked from home before, um, that may only do it once, you know, once a week, or there are some people who do it all the time. But then there are others who have never worked for home, from home and have been forced to work from home. And I've had a couple of people say, I don't know what to do. I'm sitting at the kitchen table. The kids are running around me and I'm going crazy. And so we've got a few tips for you. Like, So let's jump in, Jan. So this is working from home, the, the first five, and we're going to take into account the different types of uh, approaches that people are taking. Okay, so the first thing is set up your physical environment. If you haven't worked from home before and you don't have a desk or a home office, what we would recommend is is use your bedroom. Get yourself a mini desk, anything that you can that that can substitute as a desk for you. Make sure that it's clean because you want to reduce the number of distractions that you have. Like if your if your bed hasn't been made and there's washing in the corner that's not going to work. You need to set up your environment so that you are ready, switched on to do work. Absolutely. And get dressed, (laughs) which is the next um, key point for us is you need to have a routine and rhythm, Um, not only for your well-being, which is number one, you have to have a routine and rhythm for your work and also a routine and a rhythm for your family. And Um, setting that up will absolutely help your mind to get a little bit more settled because the brain loves routine, it loves patterns and it likes to feel safe. And when we can control the controllables, which is like a routine and a rhythm, it actually um, helps to dissipate and quieten that anxiousness that a lot of people are actually um, experiencing right now. Yeah, so routines and rhythms, in terms of my well-being, what would that look like? These are new ways 
or new habits that you are trying to put into place. So what's a new routine and rhythm for you in the morning? Is it, um, you know, getting up and doing some form of exercise, going for a walk, journaling or doing, you know, a mindfulness activity? What's a, a new routine and rhythm in terms of getting your work set up? Is it having breakfast with the family, making your bed, getting organised and then clocking on at a certain time? There is, you need, well, what we would encourage you to do is be consistent with your mm. times. You might mm. have, you know, you might actually work from 10 o'clock till 6 o'clock now or from 8 o'clock, you know, work that out with your family and with your colleagues, but be consistent so then people will know yeah. Because there might be times that you actually work in two-hour sprints because we know we've got people who have children at home and so they, um, they're flexible with their partners that I'm going to work for two hours and then look after the children or you work for two hours. And what we've found is that people can become a lot more productive because they don't have those interruptions. However, then there is the other flip side is because you don't have the interruptions and the interactions, you may not have the motivation. So having a structure in place will help you um, to um, be a lot more effective with your time. Just one point, Michelle, when you said about the routine and rhythms for your well-being, one of the things that I would definitely recommend is before you get out of bed is just say a, um, bring a little bit of an intention or um, something about how you want to be in the day. So what is it that you want to feel? What value do you want to bring? Um, have a hot water and lemon uh, and then do something physical. They're the, the three things that I would definitely recommend for people. And then family life, our routine and rhythm. Yeah, so this is all very new. What we would recommend is uh, get your family together, which actually leads to our next one. It actually starts with their with having a, a, a set of agreements with your family about what is going to be the new way of working. So that's our tip number three. That's right, yeah. So our tip number three, family agreements. If you have teenagers or and really get everyone involved, sit down and say, right, this is a new world for us. What are we going to do differently and better now that we're all, you know, in the house um, together for long periods of time? And so you would do that with your family, like who's going to do the chores, the washing up, you know, what, in terms of keeping the noise levels down while you're working, for example, or on a teleconference, those sorts of things uh, you, you might like to bring into your family agreement. Yeah, and you might want to just have three areas of agreements around how we're going to talk to each other or communicate. That could be another thing because when people are under stress, um, there are certain things that perhaps are going to um, come up and flare up. So you need to, and this is if you're, and we're talking about a family, but we're also talking about a team as well, you know, like for, for team agreements. Beautiful. Yeah, be kind. Yeah. Um, so it's setting up agreements about how you are going to speak with each other. But then if we don't speak to each other in the way that we've agreed, what are we going to do? How are we going to call people and, um, to you know, and bring that to their attention? How are we going to manage that? Um, and the other thing that you 
said Michelle is, you know, being respectful of people's space and um, entertaining each other. So that could be another agreement that you might want to uh, make. So if we were to make three agreements on any areas, what do you think they would be? Now, what we know is that when you start with a blank page, sometimes that's a little bit confronting for people. So maybe in your, if you're a, um, you know, like family member or a team leader, have a couple of options or ideas just to get the ball rolling for them. Great. Uh, okay, so that's agreements. Number four, really important, stay connected. Stay connected as a team. So this is more work-related now, is during this time it can feel very isolating and particularly for the extroverts who really look forward to those coffee catch-ups by the water cooler or near the coffee machine and those sorts of things. Um, this can be a little bit trying. Uh, so one thing to do is continue having team check-ins. We would say if you can have a team check-in every day for 10 minutes or every second day. And, and the way that you do it is you just say, tell me, um, you know, what you appreciate today. And, every, and you go around the team. What's working well for you in terms of working in this new situation? And it could be, so what are the challenges that, you're finding as well and just have that as your check-in do not make it about work at all that's a separate that's a separate meeting that is a meeting this is a check-in because what we're after is we're after the um, the psychological safety and the well-being of all of our team members so spend some time every day if you could for 10 minutes or every second day having a check-in the other thing that we would recommend are the one-on-ones do you want to talk to that Jan yeah like, we don't want to let those go. No, that's the thing that you really need to be protective of is having those one-on-ones and the one-on-ones absolutely need to be balanced. So it is about the um, connection with that person, how they're going, um, what are their obstacles so you could perhaps... Um, yeah, help them with that. Um, is there anything that you need to inform them about? Is there anything that you want to delegate? And um, is there um, anything that needs to be followed up from your previous conversation? And, and we've coined a new term, Jan, distance delegation. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go through that in, in another podcast if people are interested. <laughs> because when you are having a really... Um, well-structured one-on-one, you want to leave that person feeling that they have clarity, they have support and they know what they what's expected of them because just having that will absolutely um, alleviate some of that anxiety that people are feeling. Like clarity is going to be really important and that and the skill that you are going to have as a leader that you need to really bring into the forefront is this staying present and really listening to what that person is saying and check those assumptions, check the understanding and then, um, you know, like be really solution focused. Number five is take time for you. Mm. Yeah. So on a practical level, we would say take breaks, uh, you know, set a timer or whatever it is because it's just, you know, particularly for, for some types, you can just sort of deep dive and then before you know it, you know, you're feeling hungry and hours apart. Who, who are those types, Michelle? Because that's <laughs> not, not us. us. No. <laughs> we, we don't need the Pomodoro method. Every 20 minutes it's like, yep, yeah, up, take a break, get your coffee, come back and we keep going. I know, and we lift our computer and take it to the kitchen go, oh, is that a new plant? Oh, look what I'm wearing. Like we absolutely invite each I other know. in. We, yeah. We've been doing this for years, though. 
so so the thing is, yeah, don't feel guilty about like taking regular breaks. Now, what a great opportunity to take a break at a certain time and then you can go out and play with your kids or pat your dogs or walk outside. And and you you know what? You don't have to have lunch at your desk, you know during this time of working from home it's fantastic and so you can spend the time to make yourself a healthy lunch now that maybe you didn't have that opportunity before and so yes um take regular breaks and get up from your desk regularly yeah i would say um when we talk about take time for you is to take time to reflect on what you're actually appreciating your life right now because when you can take time to appreciate what is actually working in your life right now it allows your mind to be a little bit more expansive and you absolutely get what you focus on and for us we want you to be realistic as well as optimistic and Michelle Michelle, you had um, an extra bonus tip for people. Oh, yeah, the, the bonus tip is to try and have some fun, build some fun. That is going to be, that's one way to take time for you and to fill you up. So a quick example, um, my partner is in a team, they had a team meeting and one of them sat down and had a, um, a, a gas mask on. Um, my husband had a bike helmet on and somebody else had these weird funny glasses. And so what they, and they started their meeting just for the first couple of minutes because then they started laughing and they got off track. So that is um, is one way to just, you know, every now and then build some fun. And, and the other thing that um, Jan and I are going to try is that at the last sort of five minutes of our meeting, we're going to dip into our favourite accent. <laughs> so, so, Michelle, I think that is a very good idea. Oh, see, I have a combination of French <laughs> and Algerian and, yeah, I am just such an ocker, but that's yeah, okay. So that's a, that's, that could be a fun way to, um, to check out in terms, of, um, in terms of, you know, finishing off your meetings. So, but we've got heaps and heaps of team building, fun, virtual activities that we're going to share with you over the coming weeks. Yeah, so stay in touch. We have a Facebook group that we're um, uploading new information on all the time and some tips for you to, yeah, get through this, not just in a way that is um, cumbersome and latersome, but actually you're, you're going to grow from this. We are oh, all going to grow. We are going to um, come out of it different. Yeah, this is a growth spurt. <laughs> yeah, growth spurt. Yeah, and sometimes that's painful, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But, but not all the way through. Okay, Michelle, so signing off, um, we hope that you, you know, um, we encourage you to take some action in any of these steps and um, give us some feedback and, and let us know how you're going. Yeah, keep in contact. Stay connected with us. Mm -hmm. Ciao. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the People Leaders Podcast. For show notes and other resources, please visit us at peopleleaderspodcast.com. While you're there, you can subscribe for future episodes so you can continue your own leadership journey. And please be sure to share this and other episodes with your friends and colleagues. The People Leaders Podcast is brought to you by the Experts On Air Podcast Network.